There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irvin Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. It's time for episode 679 of Who Charted, the show where comedians discuss the top five songs and movies of the week. Congratulations, you have reached Checkpoint Championship. The championship weekend is upon us. I'm your host, H. Michael Cray, a.k.a. Chart Linklater, Howard Kramer. And with me, as always, Brett, Peter, BPM Morris, a.k.a. Starred. What's up, Starred? Brett Purdy Morris. Oh, wow. I like that. Brett yeah. Purdy Morris. BPM. Staying composed. Keeping us in the game till the end. There you go. Every week. Wiping off the football mid-play. Did you see that one? Oh, Where, yeah. He's having trouble throwing in the rain. Yeah. We're saying. Yeah. I like it. He's, uh, you know, he's, he's troubleshooting. He's working it out. He's thinking on his feet. Yeah. And uh, what are you uh, drinking out of today? I saw you had an interesting mug or like a thermos. Oh, yeah. Today I have, this is uh, Coca-Cola Texas, okay? And it oh, says- Oh, it's like a Texas It's flag. blurred out, but it says, where is Coca-Cola Texas? And this has a handle on it. I've switched to this in honor of the uh, Stanley Starbucks co- collab. We spoke mm. about it on an episode a couple weeks ago. You're saying your lady has one. The, uh, what are they called? The quencher. Stanley, Stanley mugs or whatever. Yeah, the Stanley, Stanley mug, the quencher. Yeah. And um, it made me think, I got to pull out a tumbler that has a handle on it. And this <laughs> one has a handle on it. So. I saw some something online where this woman got busted for like stealing a bunch of them. I think she was reselling them or something. Yeah. But the cops had all of her Stanley mugs like on her, the hood of her car, like drugs. Oh yeah. Like, yeah it's <laughs> just like full on criminal paraphernalia. Yeah. Like AKs and opiates and stuff. Yeah. That's cool. Um, well, yeah. I mean, there's illegal stuff being sold. A guy showed me last night, he bought a pack of cigarettes for $3 at the, uh, down on uh, Western. Three dollars for pretty a pack cheap of these days. That's uh, that's very cheap. That'd be cheap for you know when we were kids. Yeah, Th- three do- cigarettes are like <laughs> so they're just like illegally cheap cigarettes. <laughs> super cheap. <laughs> that's a, super cheap. It's like a gray market if I've ever heard of one. Yeah, if you live in the area, head down there and check it out. Nice. Um, we got are some they great- pre used? Did somebody uh, put them in their mouth already? Yeah, or something? They, yeah, they're different shapes. Like some of them have half left, some of them a quarter. They were all fished off the uh, sidewalk. It was actually some wild looking brand. 
I took a picture of it. I'll tell you real quick. Oh boy. I remember my first cigarette I ever had was just like as a teenager, my friends and I wanting to rebel and try, try these things. We ended up getting a pack of what was called Black Death cigarettes. Oh my God. <laughs> it was just like, it was what? like shows our mindset at the time where it was like, why would you ever get Black Death cigarettes? Like we're just then, trying I mean, what, to at, at be what unhealthy. what period did they sell Black Death cigarettes? I mean, that sounds like- To so be know, in the mid nineties. Yeah, point. it sounds like some, you know, like Red Bull or something. Anyway, these are called 1020s, 1020s. It's okay. just like some generic weirdo brand. Hey, let's bring in our guest. He's missing out on commenting yeah. on all of this. He's currently got stuff. 500 cigarettes in his mouth going for a Guinness World Record. There you go. <laughs> we wish him luck. He's headed this way. You know him from episode 634 and others. Also, go check out the Crossword Show, February 2nd, up there in San Francisco at Sketchfest. That's a Brava Theater. Check that out in all his other appearances. I think Starred may be in the area as well. It's a great time That's right. to check out the Bay. Anyway, here he is with us right now. Please welcome back to the charts, Zach Sherwin. Hi, guys. Ooh. Thank you hey, so much Zach. for having me back. It's such a pleasure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, are you? This is my favorite podcast to do. Wow. Wow. Oh, my gosh. I'm coming out hot right out of the gate. Well, can you just say that again, but say who charted is my favorite podcast. Oh, that good I can idea. Clip it out. For the yeah. drops. <laughs> who charted is my favorite podcast to do. That would be so sad Ding. if you took me saying that about somebody else's podcast and <laughs> clipped it up for the who charted drop. <laughs> yeah. Are we, I'm happy to get specific. We will not do that to you, of course. Yeah, no. We're honored to have you back. And uh, excited that you're going up to Sketchfest. Me too. And we have uh, maybe some quizzes ahead for you. Oh, that's so fun. I have a little, I, since we started recording, I had an idea for a little game we could play that's sort of in the quiz arena. So maybe we'll get to that as well. We can have a Wow, making up games on air live. This is a first. Wow. Um, I want to say that it's a pleasure to start involuntarily laughing once the theme music kicks in. It's so <laughs> egregious, like like splat. It uh, puts you in a mood. Yeah. I just started laughing. Yeah. As soon as it as soon as it dropped, it's a good yeah. sign. We create a world. We create a world. Mm. Uh, theme music is too often overlooked for podcasts. I think like there's just a lot of podcasts out there with very generic theme music. And it's like, I don't know. It gets you in the vibe, even gets live you the vibe. here. It's just, you like, know, that's uh, Paul's boutique was, uh, you know, done by the Dust Brothers, and all their instrumentals started off as beds underneath their radio show. Is that right? I yeah. didn't know that. Really? So was, yeah, that's good. Beastie Boys trivia. Yeah, right I'm there. So I'm such a lyrics guy as opposed to beats. I mean, obviously you need both, but when people are like, oh, I've never even listened to the words before. I'm like, we're not having anything close to the same experience of songs. Oh, no, not and at so all. When podcasts just have like the name of their podcast and then some music and then they say the name again and then there's oh, like a flourish yeah. and it's over. I'm always like, you are leaving gold on the table. You could have 
commun- like information and talking points communicated in a catchy way over great music. I would be happy to work on that for you. Um, if you come with the bag <laughs> properly, like, yeah. so <laughs> Hell yeah. I think you got to seize it. For instance, for the first time, maybe it's a new theme, but I caught the little how it in as oh, yeah. a, it, as a oh, musical yeah. element it, in the opening theme. Right on. There's a story behind that. I dated a girl who would just repeatedly say that constantly. And you work that into the theme. It's like every, you know, every bit of the, of the information you get at the beginning gets used to establish the tone of the show. That's what great art does. I took a music appreciation class, my class, my freshman year of college. And she was like, listen, they play the theme of the classical music. They play like the melody. And then the whole rest of the thing is them like elaborating on that and taking it on these different directions. And then at the end they come back and they play that theme again, but it's like, you've had all this other experience with it and you're like, Ah, Oh, that's what they're doing. So um, makes sense. it's like a UCB uh, Herald. Yeah. I mean, I think a Herald is like that. There's something in (laughs) humans that makes them, makes us like feel happy when we're like, oh, we're back at the, it's the hero's journey. Basically you're back at the same place, but you've changed. Right. I wonder if movies and TV is what killed that. You know, it's like, if we're going to go on a long journey, we want to see some of it. Just give us a quick burst of music. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The other thing about classical music that I learned recently was that for all those guys, for all those like super fast runs and fills and stuff, like that would be somewhere in the middle of what you're talking about of the, of the themes that they're exploring. Mm-hmm. A lot of those were improvised, but we only know the version that they just happened to write down. Ah. And so that became the canonized version. Oh, but there were but a lot of those, like versions. if you saw Beethoven doing some of that, those fast, crazy runs, he'd probably improvise it each time a little bit differently. So wow. it's almost like yeah. if you saw if you saw a porno, that's they've they've had sex besides that. It's just nobody got it on tape. <laughs> right. So now we're just memorizing the way he did it, like that one time. Oh, that one time. <laughs> yeah. That's the canonical yeah. set down in stone performance. <laughs> canonical porno. <laughs> but um, it is interesting to think about how the different get forms get worked out. Um, and now how social media is affecting everybody to see everything short yeah. form <clears throat> to mm. where they don't even sometimes record second and third verses for songs. Right. Right. Just trying to make those viral moments happen. Also in, the in uh, way. they say when the transistor radio came out, it was basically the first time that you could go into your room and listen to the radio on your own. Ah, so like, that's one private, that's why pop music was basically invented for the kids and stuff. Cause before that you just had the whole family listening to one radio. Oh, you had to sit there with like the stuffy adults. stuff with the adults. And wow. so it's like that portable little transistor radio totally changed things. Wow. These are well, great. It makes sense, great. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, uh, even in the Ramon song, he says, you know, he's listen they would listen to the radio under the covers. They're supposed to be going to sleep. <clears throat> oh, right. Which, yeah, yeah. So it became a, something you could smuggle and 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 rebel. Yeah. And you start feeling like a personal relationship with the with very the songs difficult being played. to get one of those old cabinet radios smuggled under the covers. Your <laughs> yeah. your parents were gonna spot that ten out of ten times. <laughs> exactly. Hey, what's that lump? 
<laughs> Do I hear War of the Worlds under there? <laughs> <laughs> who go, who went to sleep during War, War of the Worlds? That was early. <laughs> <laughs> All right, shall we get into this? Uh, let's do it. I'll quickly uh, wrap the history of recorded music. Try to th- you can throw in something in there about the transistor radio. Oh yeah, mm. Every, everybody feel free to jump in. Oh mm. yeah, Zach, looking looking to you on this one. You're the lyrics guy. <laughs> music. We used to play LPs. Eight tracks, cassettes, and CDs. Now we download and we stream. What's next, chat GTP? Tunes. <laughs> no, oh, I didn't know where the jump in. in moment was. Yeah, well, I sh- yes, I guess you got to go early to fit it in chronologically. I was, I was thinking maybe this is the part where the instrumental's looping. But um, <laughs> <laughs> what's it called? The like um, the creative element you inject into all your music the donkey or something like oh, that. oh yeah donkey donkey yeah yeah okay. much donkey. that one's got strong donk <laughs> strong donkey strong yeah donk. there's a lot of tiktoks of donkeys getting excited like it's like somebody calls the donkey and the donkey just comes running up <laughs> oh yeah 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 they're so excited <laughs> yeah it's like that it's a lot like that mobile. mammals want to cuddle man uh, that's the default they really do for the mammal you have to have mm. that like beaten out of you by life trauma or a you know a, an upbringing someplace terrible if you're an animal. But mm. donkeys want to be buds. There's this yep. one um, one account that I keep seeing videos from, and it's like this little this little boy looks maybe like ten years old. He's got like braces, and this goat right next to him, and they're both facing the camera, <laughs> and the kid is like singing these songs, and you know it's it's pretty cringy like the way he's singing them. But the goat is staring at him and kind of nuzzling him, and, and he's look he's looking at the camera like, "Don't say it!" Like he like he he's trying to protect his boy there. Like, right, right don't right. make fun of this kid. I got right, it. Like right. he's looking like a security guard, older brother energy. <laughs> yeah, donkey security. <laughs> All right. Um. So yeah, let's do. Since you're a quiz master, let's do the iHeart Country Radio. Quiz. Yeah, gang, if you go to see Zach's show in Sketchfest or anywhere else, you will see celebrity guests solving a puzzle live on stage. Mm. Uh, Oh, we we have a new tagline for the show. Can I try it out here? It's going to be a second test run. Okay. Okay, so the crossword show is the New York Times crossword meets wait, wait, don't tell me with more rap than you'd expect. Oh, nice. That's Hold it. on. What is, I don't know what wait, wait, don't tell me is. It's like a panel oh, wow. show on NPR where like uh, comedians, many of whom you're friends with, make jokes about the news. And it's a qu- it's got a quiz element to it as well. Is that a paid gig? I'll, I'll, I could learn it by being on it. Just I kidding. think it pays <laughs> handsomely. Really? Yeah, you, know, you should be on for, Oh yeah, wait, wait, don't tell me. It's pretty, pretty it's, famous. It's legit. Mm-hmm. It's NPR. What thing. is that a Sunday thing? Why why haven't I run across that? It's a weekend thing for sure. It's like oh, okay. a treat once okay. you've earned it. NPR <laughs> was when there was nothing good. I would uh, <laughs> on the way to work, I would yeah. wind up down there. <laughs> yeah. But I but why isn't uh, like because I do listen to college radio all the time. Why 
NPR is different, but why isn't it down there? Like, what number is it? <laughs> oh, oh, well, why they is it podcast so low it. with the numbers. They podcasted at this point. Oh, it's, it's probably live too. I don't, or you know, on the radio too. I don't know. It Howard, are you asking radio. why is the number of the I know frequency? it as a radio. Are you asking why the number of like the frequency <laughs> that NPR always is is so low, like college radio? No, I'm saying it should be down there. I don't ever find mm-hmm. it down there. I thought it was down there. It's pretty low. It's like in the 80s, I think. How come there those are all on those low numbers? Is it like I, a I, judgment? I, I, I bet if we Google it right now, you'll find that I'm right. I don't think it's down in the 80s. <laughs> I'm Googling it. I mean, Google LAist. That's the one I listen to. 89.3 KPCC. Okay, mm-hmm. so it's too low. I don't go down that it's low. It's too low. <laughs> too low. <laughs> you want to bump it up a little bit. Low uh, high 90s. 80s. High, high 80s. Yeah. <laughs> I think I have an affinity for like the 88 to like 93 area of the dial. And, for sure. Um, it's, it's maybe I'm now thinking linked for me with like, that was like the tempo of the 90s golden era rap that I listened to. Like 92 Whoa. BPM is kind of the sweet spot. But like, I love, I, I listen to NPR. I listen to K-Day when I'm listening to like terrestrial radio. You know that it radio. doesn't go by BPMs, right? The the radio. I do know, but I'm just thinking maybe my fondness for that, you know, kind they of should. Metal, that part of the number yeah, line, would, maybe it's yeah. related. That's a good idea. Like the more you turn easy. up. The more you turn up the the radio dial, you get faster BPMs. That would yeah. be great. It's a good way of categorizing things. But at the top, it's always like, you know, like mainstream, very broad pop. And I just, I'm not that interested. Yeah, it's it's real hard to tell what you're going to get, except for down in the 80s, where you know yeah. it's going to be counterculture or mm-hmm. foreign language or something. Right. I like it low and weird. <laughs> I got to correct myself. It's 89.9, not 89.3. That mm. can't be right because I have a preset on my boombox <laughs> of 89.9 and I never hear all things considered or whatever else is on there. <laughs> I never well, do. Well, take it up with Google. Okay. Um, okay. So let's get this started. First yeah, up. I like a quiz. Coming what in is, is this iHeart Country or? Uh, yeah, iHeart Country. Okay. Uh, you can rewind the podcast. I did say that up top. And then, uh, all right. So Luke Combs, where the wild things are. Hmm. What do we think this is about? Well, I got to exempt myself from this one because I, I, yeah. I know this one. <clears throat> wait, 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 wait. It's, is it where my wild things are? <laughs> no, it's, it's where the wild things are. Okay. I don't know this one. Interesting. Where the there's wild two? things are. There's yeah. where's my wild things <laughs> where, are. Where, where my wild things are. <laughs> is a, that real? <laughs> I gotta, now I got to look it up. That sounds where like Dragon Bings. That sounds like at? Dragon Boy Suede to me. <laughs> no, there's, there's a. <laughs> where uh, my wild things are. Who's that guy? He was. Maurice Sendak. Oh, no. Sorry. Yeah, Maurice Sendak. Um, wild things. Hmm. No, look, I'm looking it up. You guys can make okay, your okay. guesses while I, I look it up. I'll speculate that this is a song about, um, like, going out and getting, you know, turning up at a bar. Yeah, that's a good guess. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if the title of the song in the chorus winds up rhyming with bar. 
Oh, I'm thinking maybe he's nice. saying he's talking about coastal towns. Like that's where the wild things are. That's where the liberals are. Stay away. <laughs> They're wild. <laughs> They're wild out there. The Those wild-eyed head. liberals. Yeah. <laughs> um, Stay away from Sketchfest. That's where the wild things are. Or I maybe think it's, it's... Yeah, go ahead, Howard. I think it's a bar. It's a bar where uh, just, just crazy shit goes down, like the Roadhouse. Mm-hmm. All right, let's find out. Hmm. It'd be interesting to take another My guess big now. Brother rode an Indian scout. It was black <laughs> like his jacket. American spirit hanging out of his mouth. Just like our daddy. 1020 hanging out of his mouth. He kicks you gotta see the video for this. Wanted that headlight west. And where the wild things are. He's just reading the lyrics off a cell phone. He'd call me up every couple of weeks. <laughs> It's the Wild West. <laughs> South California. California. Truly worse Talk than if they had no video. Yeah. He's just set, standing at the mic with his cell phone. <laughs> Wait, so did you guys pick up? I, I think I missed the hook. Well, I I don't think we've heard the hook yet, but I think oh, really? at first I thought it was that like they were headed in West, like the Wild West. I thought it was going to be about the West part of the country, but then he mentioned Southern California. So maybe it's about LA. That would be my guess. That would be, that would make me right. I think Let's a refinement see. to this quiz could be after you hear like the initial music, it could prompt you to change your. Are you guess. playing like uh like uh poker, like where you? Yes, you get a second. You can you can raise bet. if you want. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it was oh, so wow. earnest. Yeah. Once it, it says started. it's basically about the West. Mm -hmm. I wasn't totally wrong. It says he called me up every couple of weeks from South California, mm -hmm. talk about the desert and the Joshua Tree and his pretty girl stories his airstream, blah, 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 said, little brother, you love it out here, out where the wild things are. Mm. So he's talking about California. Mm -hmm. Okay. He calls it South California. South California. That's like, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know that other one? Uh, it never rains in South California. You know that song? <laughs> I, do. I don't know that one. Does he say South California? Yeah, he song? says, he yeah, that's, yeah, that's oh, the that's only so other time I heard it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, we don't call it that. Um, so, all right, start gets the points on that one, I guess. All right. Coming nice. in at number four. Number uh, four. Riley Green featuring Luke Combs again mm. with different round here. Different round here. I have a guess. Okay. Things are different round here since like you and I broke up. It's a okay. heartbreak song. Mm. Solid. Solid guess. Start. I think it might be kind of in the Jason Aldean mold of just like, hey, this isn't what you're used to. Like, come on our streets. It's different around here. Ah, uh, okay. Like, you might get your ass kicked if you, right. if you act weird. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Every man. Okay. Every man anthem kind of deal. Mm, yeah. This is, my guess is he's talking about uh, Starbucks because even with Starbucks... <laughs> Moves into a, a town. <laughs> they still have their inclusivity policies and stuff. 
<laughs> yes. So when he's inside there, he's like, it's a different round. <laughs> it's like an oasis of differentness in the town. <laughs> differentness different is permitted time, yeah. in here. It's different round. <laughs> different. All right, here we go. Around here fast is how the grass grows. Lost is what you find on a back road. Proofs in the whiskey, reds in the dirt, and hard work stops at the fence row. Okay. We stand for the flag. Start got it. Like it. Start got it again. Cause we do things a little different around here. Man. All right. Mm-hmm. That's an effective modern country song. I found one of the lyrics objectionable. I didn't like lost is what you find on a back road, but I mm. can't deny that I felt something when the chorus kicked in and it was fast. He didn't make you wait for it. We had a quick verse. Yeah, they and get then, right to the bam. Oh, yeah. I got to say, I listened to that same lyric and was impressed. I was like, oh, that's a good way of saying it. <laughs> I feel like he thought it was clever, but I don't think it bears up. I kind of like the rhythm he does in those verses. Just like, mm-hmm. lost is what you find in the back. Right? He does mm-hmm. that little yeah. that little fast flourish where it sounds like he's packing in too many lyrics for the for the mm-hmm. melody. You know? that they stole that from hip-hop. Hip-hop on country. It's a whole thing now. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, we got to see if we can overtake Stard here. We gotta All right. Wow. Gang I got to get my head in something. the game. Coming in at number three. Number uh, three. This is Jelly Roll with Save Me. Mm. He's a tat face, uh, just so you know. Uh, yeah. Hip hop alum. Now, I know we've played this on the show before. Wait, what's the song called? But I Called Save Me. Save Me. But I can't say I totally remember the angle. Hmm. Save Me. So I'll let you guess first. Hmm. Save. I think me. we even had to guess this one. Yeah. Uh. Well, I'll go first. I think it's just about uh, he was on fentanyl, and <laughs> you know, either God or his woman's gonna save him from himself type of deal. Mm-hmm. All right, you got to pick one though. Fentanyl or fentanyl or God. <laughs> or God or his woman. <laughs> if he's saying fentanyl saved me. <laughs> fentanyl saved me from thinking about God. <laughs> um, that's my guess. That's my guess. Okay. <laughs> wow. My guess is that it's about how like um you like should cook yourself whatever size meal you want, but then like set a little bit aside in a oh, in a Tupperware sure. so that like you don't overeat. And wow. it's like a thing about like port. You know, he wants to um, not. Zach, we're really gonna catch up with Starred. With we- yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm in it to win it. <laughs> I think um, I think he's playing Call of Duty, and. Okay. Uh, He's le- he's got to go quickly, and he's yelling out the door like, "Save me! Save my game! Save oh, my okay. game! I'm I'm gonna come back." Okay. That's the he's, guess of a man who's gonna- already won two of five <laughs> yeah. rounds. Yeah, he's heading to he's heading out to Raisin Cane's to buy like a twelve piece. Yeah, <laughs> twelve piece chicken. <laughs> Raisin Save my game! Save save my game! 
<laughs> right, here we go. Two, three. It's a hot new lick. Somebody yeah. save me. Wow. Me from myself. Oh, none of us got it. Has been so long. Oh, wait, I. Living in hell. Oh, yeah, yeah, I got it. Could be God. They say my lifestyle is bad for my health. You learned that in rehab. It's the I don't think it's Call of Duty. Like yeah. I don't think it's God and the fan. I don't think any of us got it. Or did you I, get it, Zach? I think it's quasi-God. I think you, you get the points, Howard. I mean, you definitely hit the closest. And why not award some points? All right, I'll take the points. I award you, you a point for that. Did you guys see that he was uh, he was giving some kind of testimony to Congress? Yeah, did yeah. Did you see that? I saw no, that, yeah. I saw, I saw a clip, and it kind of made me laugh because he's— He's dressed up in a suit, you know, but he's got all the face tats. Yeah, yeah. And he's kind of making this serious point, like you know, he he he's being profound. He, but he's, he didn't understand he's that it wasn't saying, a trial. <laughs> yeah, but he's basically saying he <laughs> says, "I'm someone who never once paid any attention to politics. I never read the news, and so I you should listen to me about this because right. I don't." I, he's basically saying like I, I don't have a, a dog in the fight. But yeah, it is yeah. kind of funny to just be like, I'm an idiot. <laughs> like, I don't have any information. I've never learned anything. Whatsoever. <laughs> so I, and in fact, that's my qualification. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like when we say, we should listen to the children. They, they, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. He got an impressive a impressive number of rhymes on that syllable, I thought. It was like self, hell, health, and help. But he made it all work. Oh, Whoa. interesting. Yeah. Impressive. I would uh, most close. Depp or Yasin Bey. That's the rapper who I learned that uh, the consonants don't matter. It's the vowels that make the rhyme work. He was such mm, he was so good with that. That was the first rapper I noticed that with. Yeah, especially okay. when, when you hear it sung, it's like it doesn't matter. Yeah. All right, coming in number two. Number two. Chris Stapleton with White Horse. Hmm. White horse oh i know this one so i gotta opt out recuse um i think it's like about a knight on a white horse you know i'll be your knight on a white horse riding in to save the day yeah um of course um could be about heroin yeah uh it could be about uh bella hadid she does some of that weird horse riding stuff (laughs) (laughs) um could be about, I think maybe he's playing chess, uh, chess, mm. and um, I like that he's using his white horse mm-hmm. for a Cirque du Soleil Kavala performance he attended. Whoa, Kavala yeah. live horses on stage, mm-hmm. or in a tent. All right, here right. we go. Donkey relative, the <laughs> horse, true. Donkey's big brother, more successful older brother. <laughs> <laughs> I want to double down on mine, having heard these opening arpeggios 
Yeah, I oh, think you God. got it. I went down the lonesome highway on the riverbed. Turn the page. No, was you I? Oh, I was. You were close. You were the Wasn't closest saying, by far. That's you're saying not like the kind if, of love, right? He's saying I, if, you, if you want a cowboy on a white horse, I ain't dead yet. May, like maybe, oh, I, 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 maybe I will yet. be. I ain't dead yet. Oh, I thought he was saying I ain't. He's that. trying to be that man that she I wants see. him to be. So he's saying, just hold on, I'm getting my shit together. All right, we're, I can take yes for an answer. Yeah, I got it. I yeah. gotta say, like the whole intro felt kind of hacky to me like like i was saying like it sounds like turn the page or things yeah, we've bad heard company. before mm-hmm. very bad but then company. when it starts it kind of takes a different turn and when he yeah. starts singing and then it becomes like a pretty good song he should just start it right there i think it's I interesting it sort of starts on a bridge like dancing queen or like a uh <clears throat> yeah starts, yeah they go halfway into it hmm. Dancing Queen does have an interesting start. I've never thought about it before. Oh, yeah. It's it starts in- on the bridge. It's interesting to listen to a genre of music that I don't, and I would say don't really like, and be like, these songs are good. Their power yeah, that's is a, evident. Yeah, that, yeah that's, a, that's one of those songs that even though it's like out of time and the genre is familiar, it's like it delivers as a song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You get it. Why? It's number two. All right. Coming in at number one. Number uh, one, Nate Smith, World on Fire. I think we did this one before. Oh, yeah, this is the fake Ollie guy, I think, isn't it? Is this the Mm, Ollie knockoff? I don't think so. I don't know. Just seeing a thumbnail of the video doesn't look like Ollie. Oh, he's Mm. using inside information over there to gain his advantage. Mm -hmm. I'm just answering your thing. I I don't have an advantage. Thumbnails are an advantage, I would say. <laughs> um, world on fire. Hmm. To me, this is, uh, you know, like, you know, red state, blue state, everything's crazy out there. My love for you is what grounds me. Right. I, I have you. I got, you know. Oh, I like that. The world's on fire, but one sure thing is the love between you and me. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. And he's singing to a can of beer. 
<laughs> you see? <laughs> to a fire extinguisher. <laughs> uh, fire. <laughs> I like that. I'll say, I think that's probably right, but just to hazard a slightly different guess, I'll say that it's like a, when your world's on fire, girl, come find me. Like, I'll be, you know, the guy who oh, swoops okay. in and, and pulls you out of the flames. I think... Okay. Um, like of the Chris Stapleton one, kind of. I guess it's probably informed by having heard that recently. <laughs> That's how these, you know, they copy each other, these artists. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's probably an advantage to have heard a lot of these songs and be like, that's not the kind of thing a country song would be about. Obviously not the joke guesses, but even the real ones. Like, I was interested, Brett, when you were guessing that it was like a political statement about like, we're this kind of town, not that kind yeah. of town. And then that's what it was. And I was like, yeah. oh, that's smart. He's, yeah, he knows yeah, what, in what's in vogue right now. Yeah, we hear this stuff, I guess, once a month or so. So we do get so, to, we keep our finger on the pulse. Mm -hmm. I'll uh, I'll continue in that vein and say this song was, um, the song was written, uh, the election of Joe Biden. The world's on wow. fire. He's world's just saying the fire. world's on fire these days. If Sleepy oh. Joe could get in office, the <laughs> <Yeah>. world must <laughs> be on fire. <laughs> All right, here we go. The number one country song. Love it. Huh. It sounds like um, The Freshman. <clears throat> yeah. Can't be held responsible. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking of a... Oh, it's a breakup song. Let's go. Fire and higher. Wow. I think we were all kind of wrong, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is like... Usually World on Fire is like, you turned me on. Like, you, you, yeah. you know, like... This is just like, she burned it down. I, I mean, it is relationship-based, but it's more just like direct. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. you, you fucked my life up. Really speaks to the versatility of fire as a metaphor. Can be a destructive thing, but also ah. can provide heat and <laughs> excitement. True. Gives us carbon dioxide. Yeah. Thank you, fire. The trees love it. Now, at this point, may I remind you, too, that um, I do have two uh, things I want to tell Howard about that are, like, I think, nice complimentary stories about him. And I asked before, should I do these off mic so as not to embarrass you or on because they're not too embarrassing? And we chose on. And, um, well, you know, they're burning well, a hole in my pocket. Well, I, 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 I was going to act like they were surprised. So, well, <laughs> you're going to have to do some editing if you want to keep that going. I haven't heard them. I know they're coming, but I haven't heard them. Okay. But first, let's um, congratulate Star on the country quiz competition. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I moved on too fast. Oh, do you think I got that? Congratulations, Brett. Oh, thank I you. I think you got two points to our one and one, and then okay. we all yeah. blew the last round. Hey, Buck, uh, sorry, I'm cutting you off again. Sorry. Can you play the intro of that song again from the top? From World on Fire? Yeah. Okay. Rewind. That's like a, what's that alternative song? 
it's just we've made that point before. Every alternative it, song, yeah. I read like country just like takes something that's like so played out. You know, it's like now they sound like right. It sounds like twenty five mm. years ago. Yeah. Until the guitars drop, I love the cold open of that song. <laughs> oh yeah, whatever that first thing is, the that pre sound. Yeah, yeah, man. You'd love the guys uh, with my leaf blower next door. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now that sets you up perfectly. Let's hear these compliments. Compliment me. Okay. Yeah. This is going to be a choose your own compliment adventure. I'm going to okay. tell you who the purveyor of the compliment is, and I'll let oh, you wow. decide which order you want. One is Matt Knudsen, friend and comedian. Oh, Two okay. is a guy at my co-working space. Wow. What if we, what if you give me both compliments and I have to guess who said which one? Okay, cool. Sounds great. Okay. So um, you play too. You can play okay. too. Okay. So, um, one person, uh, one of the two people I mentioned, um, wrote a book about their experiences doing comedy. That's Matt Knudsen. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Uh, he says- that? Here, here's the quote from the book. I'm reading from it. I have a copy. When I first got to LA, I used to see inspiring comedy and music at Largo all the time. Zach Galifianakis, Janine Garofalo, Patton Oswalt, Fiona Apple, Rhett Miller, Dragon Boy Suede, the coolest. Wow. Whoa. Wow. I read that a, yesterday and I knew I was coming on the podcast and I was like, how timely. Well, and the other comp. Oh, go ahead, please. Well, I'm going to guess that one's Knutson. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. Your coworker probably didn't write anything. Yes, that's right. Um, okay. I joined a co-working space because our couples therapist was like, maybe it would be good for when your fiance comes home and she's been at work all day having her social battery drained and you've been at home like desperate to talk to anyone and she walks in the door and you're like a excited puppy like jumping around for interaction. Maybe it would be yeah. good if she could come home and have a little peace before she has to like, you know, engage with you. So I was like, that's <laughs> great. So I joined a co-working space in July. I've found it transformative. Uh, if it's something that's available to you and you can afford and this situation resonates, highly recommend. Anyways, you know, part of the nice thing about it is that you meet people and actually you get to experience the feeling of like, oh God, I don't want to talk to this particular coworker. So that's right. kind of interesting yeah. too, but it's a little texture at least. Anyways, I like this one guy and uh, he found out I was a comedian and he's not a comedian, but then he wanted to like sort of impress me with how much he knows about comedy. And so he started dropping names and Howard, yours was the first name he dropped on me to see wow. if I like, and uh, he's a professor and had you in to talk to his class. No way. Wow. wow. That's incredible. Do you know who I mean? Yeah. We went down to um, CSUSN, uh California. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In San Marcos, California, we went down there and spoke to his media class. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's hilarious. That's a super funny. This is this is both worlds of the two different podcasts colliding together in an unexpected mm -hmm. way. Right, he's a fan of your other podcast. Yeah, right on. That was a lot of fun. Very cool. Very cool. Thank you so much for that. And mm -hmm. uh, we will be right back <laughs> with the movie chart. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. 
There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ready to elevate your home? Picture this. Central heating, a cozy fireplace, or your dream walk-in closet. Build a backyard oasis, go green with solar panels, or start a business. It's all possible with Figure's Home Equity line of credit. Unlock up to $400,000. Apply online in five minutes. Funding in as little as five days. Head to figure.com and transform your home. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. My name is H. Michael Cray, and I'm right here with our guest, Zach Sherwood and Bram Morris. And this is the movie chart. New lyrics. Movies. They used to be too silent. Nowadays, they're too loud and violent. For most of them, I am not a client. People on the big screen are friggin' giant. Movies. (laughs) Yes. Great. The remix. Um, Exciting stuff. Client and violent. What do you think about that rhyme? I like it. Yeah, it's like he was saying about the vowels. I ain't. I ain't. It really tracks as a rhyme. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolutely no question. It's a pass. In the sense of pass fail, not in the sense of I'll pass. Right. (laughs) All right. Coming in at number five. Number five. Anything but you. Like each other. You know, I still think about that night we spent together. Shut up. No, I'm serious. No matter how it ended, you're still pretty amazing. <clears throat> Convincing enough? Let's do it. Honey, here he is. Oh, no, I'm with Ben. Okay, so is it like we just got together? Sydney Sweeney, you know Glenn yeah. Powell. I found out that this movie takes place, they go to a destination wedding in Australia. But they had already banged, so it's awkward until it, you know, they get together or whatever. Gotcha. So they have a history. Yeah. This movie, they should just show it at Cheesecake Factory. Like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Seriously. Exclusive screening. Go straight it's- to airplanes. Yeah. It's either tough to say from the preview or unmistakable from the preview, but I feel like unfunny actors who are good actors who are acting the part of funny, it right. just, yeah. it's not what I want. It's hard. Yeah. It's very unspecific. It's just like good looking person say funny line type thing. That like a funny nerd wrote well and like yeah. if delivered right. properly by nerds would be good, but <clears throat> yeah, I mean- yeah, I was unconvinced you. from the preview. Uh, when it comes to Australia, we want to see Mad Max. We want to see gritty mm-hmm. stuff. We want to <laughs> yeah. see the elements. So excited for Furiosa. What's that? Oh, man, there's a new Mad Max movie coming out oh, later yeah. this year. It's the Furiosa Can't prequel. Wait. Okay. Call it the it- new Mad Max so I don't feel like an idiot. <laughs> Oh yeah, sorry to um, <laughs> sorry to bury the. Uh, I thought there was a new Cirque du Soleil coming to town. <laughs> that would be great, though. A Mad Max themed Cirque du Soleil. Maybe after oh, George yeah. Miller finishes all the storytelling he has to, he can pivot. Um, 
<clears throat> in the uh, so Furiosa in Fury Road, as you'll recall, was played by uh, Charlize. And when I saw the preview for Furiosa that when it dropped, it was a big deal for Mad Max nerds, which I wouldn't okay. classify myself as. But I was excited to see that it existed and I watched it and I expected it to be Charlize again. But um, she's going to be played by Anya Taylor Joy as her oh, younger okay. self. And I was really confused where I was like, oh, my God, is Anya Taylor-Joy like Furiosa's daughter that we like didn't learn about in the last movie? And then it became apparent by the end of the preview that it was going to be about a younger Furiosa, which made a lot of sense once I thought about it. But I had a confused several seconds. Yeah, they do. They do that. make that confusing. In fact, that we've got a movie coming up later in the countdown where that same type of confusion mm. is racking people's brains. I feel seen. Yeah. All right. Premonish, premonish. And not alone. It used to be like a big deal if something was a prequel or was jumping time in mm-hmm. some way. And now I feel like they're, they play too fast and loose with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Spider-Man got everybody used to, it could be anything could be. Yeah. You know? And now you have to question all the sequels and, and also TV series. Like, wait, when in the chronology am I, am I watching mm-hmm. right now? Like sometimes they uh, purposely keep it vague. Yeah. Like Reacher. I had no idea when the second season. <laughs> By the All way, right. CBS has oh, yeah. a new show coming out called Tracker. Okay. Uh, CBS, mm. new show called Tracker. Tracker. Which looks exactly like it's just their shitty knockoff of Reacher. It's like the the girl says to him, like, why do you just go around helping people? And he's like, yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, somebody's got to do it. Or That's whatever. crazy. Oh, my God. I'm looking at pictures of it. It looks exactly the same. Yeah. Full-on Reacher knockoff. Tracker. Like, the lead guy looks the same, although he's not as jacked. Yeah. Mm. And there's tracker. a woman who drives a uh, Chevy. What are those? Chevy Tracker? Nissan Tracker? What are oh, those yeah. cars? Geo? What was a Geo? Geo tra- Tracker, maybe? There's a woman in, the, in in my neighborhood with one that says, uh, it says, uh, I'm the mommy. That's why. <laughs> 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 so... Um, <laughs> I was thinking that would that should be a tr- the tagline for track. <laughs> yeah, I'm the mommy. <laughs> 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 track right. reacher. Okay, coming in at number four. Number uh, four. It would be migration, but today we have a uh, chart transplant for you. Chart transplant. Mm. Are you ready to be transplanted with? The what is it? Deal or no deal island. Howard yeah, this, suggested this. This looked fascinating to me. I, I only saw five <laughs> seconds of the commercial, so I don't really know what it's about exactly, but it sounds like there's a lot going on. This is of course is a TV show, not a movie. But hmm. let's we'll we'll take a look at the trailer and let you know what's going on. Hmm. All right. <laughs> oh wait a second, wait a second. Deal. Or no deal. No deal! The game you know and love is back. This time on the banker's private island. It's a whole <laughs> new game with <laughs> more money. Welcome to Deal or No Deal Island. This competition oh, that is guy. the banker's test to find his ultimate opponent. I was a model on Deal or No Deal. I know what a good deal is. I know what a bad deal is. Oh, they brought one of the models in. He says, I'm too old. I'm here to do it. And here comes Boston Rob. I want to figure out a way to control the game. 
And that's it. <laughs> Hidden throughout the island, cases filled with cash. You just need to find them. Win the cases. Face the banker. It's an opportunity to make the deal of a lifetime. Now go get those cases. This is almost like culinary fusion. They got two different shows. Yeah. Are you serious? Survivor. It's Survivor and Deal or No Deal. Wait, wait, Don't hate the host. Hate the banker. These trials will only There's something compelling us. about this We're to me. I'm now. not going to watch a single frame of it. <laughs> but <laughs> perhaps we've gotten to the point now. Remember when hip-hop came out? It's like, why don't they don't make any new soul records? Let's sample the old ones. Maybe right. now they don't make any new shows. They just stick two of the old I ones see. together. That's a generous perspective on what we just watched. <laughs> I think so, too. I don't think the listeners... I'm reading too much into it, you're saying. No, I, I like I like it. I'm I'm trying to be more positive in 2024 and less cynical. Um, I want to emphasize for the listener how many reptiles there were in the preview that we just saw. Yeah. There were so many shots. There was like a shot of a snake slithering around a briefcase full of money and then just like a random shot of like a little caiman or something else that's in the alligator lane. Um, a lot of, of reptiles. Um, yeah, they're implying they that. It's dangerous, possibly, to open these briefcases. Yes, but this I, is, this but is I'm the wild. Sure. A I like how they have made it at home. Yeah, <laughs> I like how much pains they took up top to reassure us that it was still the dealer no deal that we are familiar with. They were like, "This is right. safe for you, person who likes dealer no deal. You're right. going to be fine with this." I'm confused. Like, I'm not. I haven't watched dealer no deal all that much, but. From what I remember, just how it works and the format of it is <laughs> such a strange fit for like an island survival. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's format. Like, like, like what? It's like it's right, just so do. purely transactional. Yeah, it's almost like Hunger Games. You're gonna make these people find all this stuff. Then, yeah. like instead of uh, you know what's it called uh, at the end of Survivor? What do they call that? Uh, the committee. You know, they oh, vote yeah. on mm. instead of having that. You have a banker out on a yacht. <laughs> <laughs> right. And the host is like, um the guy like from Magic up, Mike. You live, thumbs down. Yeah, yeah, what happened to Howie Mandel? Did Howie not want to go to the island? He's uh it's too germy. Too many germs. Too many germs on oh, an island. Oh, good call, yeah. Mm-hmm. No handy wipes on an island. Yep. Maybe his head would get burned. Oh yes. Yeah. Totally. Um Good oh, yeah, transplant. That, that thing's interesting. Yeah, mm. we'll see. We'll keep we'll an see. eye on that. They should do Shark Tank Survivor, maybe. Yeah, like why not do that? Yeah. Pitch ways to get off the island and see if they work. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's really good. <laughs> this, this <laughs> Will you guys want to invest in my raft? No, oh, that thing's never going to make it. You got to spend the night in Barbara's tent if you Ooh. lose. <laughs> She's the horniest shark by far. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, some, she's banging the banker, probably. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Coming in at number three. Number three. Wonka. Oh. Dreaming. What are we going to do, Willie? Huh. Huh? Huh. A double huh. Get the pencil and paper. Uh-huh. I got an idea. I know things haven't been easy for you. They're going to get better. You promise? Pinky promise. That's the most solemn vow there is. Where do we start? 
A good chocolate chip, Mr. Bull. Where is this? It's just queer. What's happening? Oh, that's a chocolate that makes it fly. Well, let's find out, shall we? Who's for a hover shock? <laughs> Nothing to see here. Hover shock? What country are they in? Good the heavens. I always thought like Wonka was in England for some reason. Are they for sure? Roald Dahl was a British yeah. guy. This at, where the these guys? I don't know where they're at. Philadelphia. Let me fictionalize <laughs> Britain. Philadelphia. Philadelphia. They're in Fishtown. Boy, yeah. that preview sorely <laughs> tested my aforementioned resolution to be less cynical in 2024. Yeah. I will. I will be steering clear of Wonka. I think like these movies have one or two good scenes. And I know they have uh, Hugh Grant as a Oompa Loompa. So that, mm-hmm. that's probably where the laughs are coming from. Ay, ay, ay. I mean, it's it's the same impulse that makes Deal or No Deal want to reassure us that we're not going to be faced with anything too different or challenging. Just this like regurgitation of this IP that we're familiar with and love. But now Timothy Chalamet is playing in the, in the game yeah. space. Yeah. This is ay. like they took Wonka and Harry Potter and stuck them together or something. Hover chalk. Yeah, hover chalk. That was the Harry Potteriest moment to me, for sure. Aye. They just give it a weird name, hover chalk, and, <laughs> and 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 there's all these canonical, um, you know, Willy Wonka candies. It, you can't make up a new one. Probably hover chalk is from the books, and people who know that are not interested. That being in said, they have taken Reese's and stuck pretzels in them. Have you had those? Mm. Oh yeah. No, it sounds good. I don't think I've had them, but. It- Telling you we're Sounds in the good. age of we're in the age of the mashup. We're in the yeah. age of the hybrid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Something about candy, like newfangled candy companies and what they're doing. It's uh, like I just have a sense that you I don't know how to even put this. Like I don't trust it quite. It's like they're the technology is too strong or something, or the chemistry is too strong. Oh, yeah, it's, it's like, like vapes, like the vapes that they market to kids. Yeah. Like I it's like I just, they made smoke. I can't prove it, but it just seems like they must be using these weird new recipes that they never used before. Yeah, nicotine. Did you, <laughs> <laughs> did you guys see the hot Houthi rebel who was called Tim Houthi Chalamet? He looked a little like him. No, really? Yeah, yeah. it was a thing on the internet. Uh, that, baby uh, Houth. Baby Hooth, that could be a candy they put out. Baby (laughs) Baby (laughs) Hooth. Very good. Hey, what country are they in? Yemen? Yemen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. I wonder if the new Bob Marley will be on the uh, countdown. Oh, my God. That that one looks like a piece of trash. Yeah. Something about the trailer really rubs me the wrong way. I'm with you. I think because they just, the casting of it seems so crazy. Like he just seems, he just seems like a male model, you know, like dressing yeah. as Bob Marley. It just, I just don't believe it for a second. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It looks, yeah, it looks odd. And I mean, it's the only commercial, it's the only movie commercial they showed during the playoffs this weekend. It was like, hmm. it was just odd to keep coming back to that. Strange. <laughs> I had blood loss going in my veins. Do you remember um, Green Jello, that band? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember their song, Three Little Pigs, had that lyric that was like, Then one day he was cranking up Bob Marley. Along came the wolf on his big bad Harley. 
Anyways, <laughs> when I first moved to LA, I lived yes. next to those guys. Really? I was like in an apartment building and they had like a big house next door that they rented and they were bad. It was a bad scene. They had two dogs. One was named Jihad and one was named Lucy and they were pit bulls. And anyways, whatever. There's stories with that. But um, then they had a party and like a guy died at the party of an overdose and they got booted out. And then they like turned it into nicer buildings and stuff. But I remember the supervisor of my building was like, yeah, those, that's green jello. If you remember them, they were bad neighbors. Oh, this is, they were like on the downside of success. This is Yes. They sound like meatheads. That's how, yeah, like certain artists you wouldn't want to live near. No. Certain artists you wouldn't want to listen to, but you wouldn't mind having them as a neighbor. That's great. Who's an example of that? Ann Murray or, uh, you know, somebody, easy listening type of artist. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. When did they change their name to Green Jelly? When or why? When. Ah. Do you know? Mm not well, long after I just remember uh, I remember so much the the tape cover of a green jello album mm-hmm. and just like that era always seeing that tape flying around like whether it was on the shelves or I don't know I just remember always seeing that tape pop up places mm-hmm. and very a popular, claymation yeah. music video if memory serves yeah exactly yeah, that, remember that yeah mm. um all right coming in at Number two. Number two. The Beekeeper. The Beekeeper. I've heard this one was ridiculous, but fun. Yeah, this looks like Reacher. Wood C. And I I hear they make a lot of bee, like they use a lot of bee jargon in it. (laughs) Where it's just like, got to get back to the hive. Mm, Felicia Uh, She was like family. She was the only person who ever took care of me. I just got a message saying that there's a problem with my computer. Yes, ma'am, we got this. Oh! Yesterday she shot herself. Oh! This is private property. Do you know what they do here? Scamming the weakest in our society? Buddy, I'm counting to three. One, two, three. There, I did it for you. Yes. Ooh, a little treasure. Yeah. So far, there's not nearly enough B content for me. No. Sting. Wax. Wax. I waxed them. She's a beekeeper. There you go, honey. <laughs> I'm bald, but I still need a comb. Honeycomb. Can we talk about how miscast he is? Like, this is should obviously be an American guy. <laughs> mm, right, 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 right. Also, um, in the captioning on the trailer, there was a character named West Wild who kept talking, spelled Perfect. with a Y. West, West Wild. Okay, can I point something out from a wordplay perspective about the beekeeper? Of course. Um, the only vowel in the title is the letter E. Um, which is interesting. It's called oh, yeah. uni- univocalic in the uh, in the wordplay world, meaning mm-hmm. only one of the vowels. Yeah, that's a long word to only have one vowel, right? Absolutely. Yeah, and um, it's got a lot of them too. A lot of them. Ellen DeGeneres is another great example of Ooh. a many many eed Ooh, name okay. or phrase. Mm-hmm. Ellen DeGeneres. Isn't e the most common letter? It is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what's second? T. Oh, that's a Something great question. Like 
That I don't know. That I don't know. Second uh, to me would be E. First and Again, second. The first, first and second. second. Yep. Wow. Squats. <laughs> it squats on the top two spots. Yeah. That's it. Uh, well, right I mean, I, that's the one I'm interested in seeing. That, that'll age well. It'll always mm-hmm. be a silly piece of thing. And uh, I do like the idea that they're going after a call center. You know, th- oh, those yeah. are some of the most... Uh, you know, evil places out there. Oh my God. Speaking of that, have you seen the documentary series about, about the telemarketers mm. on HBO max? Howard, you should definitely watch it. Cause it's very entertaining. I think we just saw the trailer. I think we just saw the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a window into just one of the most uh, no, scummy, great. the most scummy telemarketer groups. And, um, you just would not believe the culture in this place. Like they have all this, old footage and there's people in like, it's really funny. Like they're just hiring people straight out of prison. People mm-hmm. who've murdered people. Like yeah. they're hiring no junkies, scruples. like just none. Of, and these guys are nodding off at their, at their, uh, on their chairs and have the headsets on and they're talking to people, but then they speak, they've learned to just speak in perfect, like over the phone, they sound very professional and, and yeah, nice yeah. and generous. What me, he's like literally nodding off in between phone calls. Um, it's a wild, wild documentary. It's really fun. Is that uh take place recently? Like, are they good? No, it's like footage from the eighties and nineties and it's taking you through the history of this one company wow. that's kind of shadowy and behind a lot of the the telemarketer stuff specifically behind the New York or the East coast, uh, the police union ones or the police organization. Oh, yeah, those right, those right, are right. all full scam. So they fu- full on scam and they, they've somehow carved out a, a law or something or a, a way for them to just straight up claim that they're part of the police foundation. Yeah, those those when they guys, work. that's a big thing in New Jersey. Like, yeah, every, like they just call your house all the time and they're, they're getting money for the policeman's benevolent yeah. association or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty amazing look at some of the scummiest, like sleaziest people ever, though. It's pretty great. Coming in at number one. Number one. Mean Girls Revenge Party. Hmm. May I have everyone's attention, please? Tim we Meadows. Have a student. Tim Meadows. Are you trying to make the rest of us? Tina Fey. I'm not trying to. It's just happening. Dear God, woman. Oh, Tina Fey is like the creator, I guess. Yeah, she's in it again. Mm-hmm. This is the one I was talking about that's like uh, the other movie where you go, is it a sequel? What's happening? Mm. It turns out that this is a reinterpretation, but not a, re- not a reinterpretation of the movie. It's a reinterpretation of the muse stage musical. Right, right. Uh-huh. And it looks it- like it. It's got the same teachers, but not the same kids or something's going on. It feels like how classical music, you know, was one thing and then spun out and evolved into this other stuff. The timeline used to be linear. It used to just move forward. Now all the rule, there's no rules. Anything can be anything. If a character dies, they can be recast and rebooted. Yeah. I don't necessarily mind it, but um, yes, it feels it is, uh, it's strange though to sell something because it's familiar and mm-hmm. then have to get through all this other red tape about what how it's related and you know mm-hmm. 
It's hilarious that it's the movie based on the musical based on the movie. Yeah. That's a long way to go. But uh, hey, people are enjoying it, I guess. It's supposed to be good. And Tina Fey gets to play herself. Tim Meadows gets to mm. play himself. Yep. Or, you know, same reprise there. Younger mm-hmm. roles. It's funny that the girls would be like too old to play girls, but the teachers get to keep being. <laughs> I still have never seen the original. Same. Oh, it's good. It's very solid. It's Paul Rudd. Good. A lot of, lot of good. Oh, that's clueless. Sorry. No, Mean Girls is good. <laughs> yeah. Polar and Faye. Right on. All right. That's the movie chart. That's the movies. People are Damn. getting back into the theaters. And we'll be right back with the hot picks. The hot picks. The hot picks. The third chart is the hot picks and the countdown's about to start. Let's see who bought a hot pick and let's see who did not. The hot picks. The hot picks. These are Such a rope-a-dope, you think it's going to rhyme with chart, but it rhymes with not. (laughs) (laughs) I zig, they zag. I they zag. These are the hot picks. We'll see if we can do better than I Heart Country. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Coming in at number five. Number five. I'll do one of my picks first. This is Brittany Howard with What Now? She's from Alabama Shakes, as mm-hmm. you'll recall. I thought she's from third base. I don't want to confuse you for fulfillment. I don't want to wonder what I love is. I might be the one to cause you trouble. I've been asking questions you don't want to know. I wonder if I'm here to solve. Cool. She's singing to the rest of the band members, Alabama Shakes. Nah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. Breakup song. Hmm. That's it's cool. Stuff. It's got a cool, like, cool production vibe to it. Like, there's a lot of dense stuff happening. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. Like glitchy guitars. Dirty, and, yeah. And like a forward bass element that yeah. a lot of songs dun, don't dun, have. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Cool rhythm going on. And she looks like Search from Third Base. <laughs> Man, so, um, Search from Third Base had a podcast about MF Doom after he died. And it was like, I kid you not, it was like Doom and his friends would, you know, search an area. He'd be like, Doom and his friends would go down to the subway, like sound effect of a subway car. And he'd be like, and they'd paint the walls with graffiti. And he'd be like, every sentence accompanied i couldn't believe it he needed somebody to tell him that was a bad idea that he didn't have (laughs) was he at least he he wasn't doing it with his mouth (laughs) 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 all right coming in at number four number four this is zach's pick this is 
Ariana Grande, Yes And. Mm-hmm. It's a very improv title. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard this yet. Number one song in America right now. She had a strategy. Did you bring this to us because of her uh, saturation strategy? No. There we go. You notice how you haven't heard her yet? Long build. Yeah. The beat kicked in at exactly 30 seconds, though. I noticed that. Wow. I think Is this a, part of the strategy you're talking about? It's a part of a song. There we go. Oh, wow. Modulated. Yeah, well. That's interesting. Changed this keys. Is, this is going to take you back to the call center stuff. They're right. gaming the system. Yeah, huh? let's hear this. Yeah, listen to what they did. They 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 put out fourteen different versions of this song to ensure uh, that it would go number one. And so, like that that obviously is like one of the dance Whoa. versions or whatever. But yeah, it's like, yeah, fourteen versions dropped all at the same time, mm. and then it's just like like Wait, it's really? such a throw everything at the wall, see what sticks. Maybe mm. this remix hit somewhere. Maybe this one's big on tick. Like it's just. Wow. It's a new thing. Well, that's not cool. But here's what I'll say about that song and why I brought it to the table. I think one, this is like the official version, though. The okay. one I listen to on Spotify goes right in. Um, but I think that speaks to what Howard's saying. So here's yeah, some points to take off about this song. Um, one, yes, Brett, as you immediately identified, there's kind of like a nice improv comedy. Ariana's like a theater dork, I think, yeah. at heart. Um, and... Um, I have been doing this thing that I thought would be worth mentioning here where um, I like the only activity I've ever found that puts me in the flow state, you know, defined by like you lose track of time while you're doing it is uh, Porn. Um, like anagramming, <laughs> rearranging letters okay. gets me there. It, it, it really does. And uh, I've, I've been doing this thing called flow state Fridays where I just take something that some friend of mine suggests and spend a while anagramming it. I just think it's like good as creative people to like try and spend some time there every now and then. And uh, so last week I, uh, I anagrammed the phrase Ariana Grande and listened to this song as part of that. Um, but I really am just bringing it up kind of as an excuse to share with you guys about flow state Fridays, which have been good so far. I've done two of them. I like that. Hmm. I'll tell you the best Ariana Grande anagram. Yeah, I was just about to ask. Yeah. So I confirmed before I locked this one in that there is a strain of cannabis called Narnia. um, Mm. And uh, grade A Narnia, if you rearrange the letters, does spell Ariana Grande. So that was my favorite, favorite of the match. That's a good one. How how did you find that? I mean, I just, I have a, I borrowed a set of Bananagrams tiles from my friend Chris. And uh, I just bust them out actually at the co-working space and, um, is that a sexual aid? What is that? Is that a sexual <laughs> point? Bananagrams? Yes. Porn. Bananagram <laughs> piles? No, it's like it, tiles, tiles. Tile. It's like Scrabble, but yeah, it's a slightly like, different game. But a lot a of tiles game. with letters on them. You just mix them around. It's like what, almost like what people put on their fridge, you know? Oh, like, with yeah, the letters on the individual fridge. letters. Yeah. yeah. So you mm-hmm. didn't use an app for that. Like you, ha- you sat there and found yeah, that. Yeah, he was doing it by hand. Yeah, that's, that's what gets me in the flow state. 
Do you eat out of the fridge while you're doing it? Um, <laughs> let me try and figure out why you're asking me that question. Oh, I think Howard's taking are, it very literally that it's I'm on the, the fridge. I'm saying the flow state's coming from all the snacks inside the fridge. <laughs> I see, I see. The Not the letters. Scrabble. Well, I'd say it's much more like Scrabble than it is, um, than it is letter magnets. So, um... <laughs> I actually, I think I eat, think about eating food as kind of like hat tipped to by my portion control interpretation of the song earlier. Like, I feel like I think about eating all the time, uh, but going into the flow state, you kind of get a reprieve from like all of your other thoughts for a little while. Do you guys, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like that's the only thing I've ever found that does that. Do you yeah, guys have things thing. that do that for you? No, only, only intense creativity. Intense creativity. Yeah. Brett? That gets your mind off food? Specifically? No, just- it, I think the key definition is that you lose track of time while you're doing whatever you're doing. Like an oh, hour right. could literally pass and you don't notice it. I think uh, uh, mm-hmm. like playing guitar for sure, playing music mm-hmm. and uh, like video games maybe. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, porn up. Mainly guitar <laughs> and porn up. Porn up. <laughs> hey, but when you, when you hear people talking and stuff, are you thinking in terms of letters and syllables and stuff? You know what it is the most? Um, my fiance and I watch TV shows with captions on and I, I constantly am like doing stuff with the titles as they appear uh, on screen. You take like each subtitle as a thing that you could play with. Yeah. And, it, you know, mess around with it while it's up there, which usually isn't very long. That's interesting. Yeah. I, I dated a girl who uh, she counted um, words. So it's Whoa. like while you were saying sentences to her, she she was also keeping track of how many words in each sentence. Oh wow! And would she tell you at the Freakish end how- stuff? Is this the Whoa. how it how it how it girl? Oh uh, no, this is a different one. This different. Wow. One, she, I mean, yeah. she's like the human word count yeah. tool in word processing programs. Yeah, yeah. that's kind yeah, of a nifty superpower. Always keeping track of it, or like Mary Lou Henner yeah. has from Taxi has that thing where she could tell you. Every single day she remembers like what happened. Oh, that wow. day. oh I wish I had that. Yeah. Wow. That's I kind of wish I had the word count thing. I feel like I could use that to my advantage hmm. sometimes. Wow. Yeah. Like, Hey, excuse me. That's in this exhausting. conversation, you just got 1,075 words. I only got <laughs> 325. Yeah. But oh, right. Let's even that out. Yeah. But you, and then you finish that and I go, that was 17 words. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what she would do? Yeah, she, I forget That's how insane. we got into it or not, but she, was, was, she was, it was just, her brain was constantly keeping track of it. Oh, it, it was always, wow. she always knew. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That would get exhausting other, after a while. The other one only had the one word. How it, 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 how it. A little bit on the heels of the woman who counted every word in every sentence you said. Have you ever met people who have, I think it's a very endearing trait where they watch what you're saying and then they say the last part of it silently along with you. Yeah. Have you ever met people who do that? Yeah. I'm always charmed yeah. when somebody does that. It's so unself-aware. Yeah, they're like a dog. Slow-witted, <laughs> <laughs> slow-witted. Um, this was super fun. Wait, we're not even done. What do you mean? We haven't done all the hot picks. Oh, which felt like we were into that. (laughs) Mm, The post show. He's ready to go. Um, All right. Coming in at number three. Wow. Did I jump the gun? Number three. This is my second pick. This is the band Slift with Ilion. They're a French band. Uh, They're very good.
sounds so epic. It sounds yeah. like Transformers or something. Like they totally got their own uh, rock opera. Yeah, I want to see them live. Sound huge in person. Yeah, like so unfrenchadelic. So yeah, very unfrench. <laughs> what you were expecting to hear about croissants or something? <laughs> Defies fondue. Or- what do you think of that? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing about fondue in that. Whole- <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, coming in at number two. Number two. This is Zach's second pick. This mm. is Doja Cat, Paint the Town Red. You Wait, you were saying the first one you were interested in. Mm-hmm. And then this I one. I don't go out of my like. way to listen to Ariana Grande, but when this one comes on, I'm very happy. Okay. And there's only one version. Well, there you go. That's legit. Mm-hmm. Honest. This song has become. Backrack might disagree with you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This quickly become a very like like just a song you feel like you've heard for years. That's just part of the vernacular. Mm. It's so listenable. Yeah. Solid so course. that was great. We faded down before the rapping starts, and that's I'm sorry. Her, no, it's fine. Her her bars are great. Her pre-chorus, her co- first chorus is great. The second chorus is great. Um, yeah, she heightens it every time by adding like extra layers and harmonies. She doesn't just like coast on a good hook for two cycles through, which totally. I really respect. And um, I also really like. It's very on trend right now. In she like delivers top of the, a full song. Yes, she's she's like putting entertainment in, um, at every opportunity. And there's this trend right now. I feel like in top of the pops kind of music, (laughs) top of the pop charts to like use a very recognizable sample and then like cleverly interact with it. Jack Mm, Harlow does it with first class. Nicki Minaj does it on that one song. Um, and like, I like that Doja Cat is using a really effectively like a very recognizable sample, but she's not like going out of her way to like hang a lantern on how clever she is at coming up with like a twist on the old fave. She just uses it and it like adds and it's really good. Right on. Yeah, that totally. one cuts through. It's clean. It just feels like a song that she took out of the air that was just like there, like where you're just like, oh yeah, of course that song should exist. And now that I've heard it, it just feels like mm-hmm. classic and, you know, recognizable all the way through. It just right. feels like, yeah, it just feels like it, it's up there. Like, hey, mm-hmm. she's from Tarzana. Yeah. You guys have some geography to discuss, no? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Before we get to number one. <laughs> we were talking anyway, before Tarzana, the show. Univocalic, only A's. Please keep going, Brett. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. There you go. Uh, we were talking about South American... Countries, capital. You were saying you were looking for a mnemonic device to remember South American countries. Am I do, am I getting that right? I was looking for one and I couldn't find one, so I wrote it. But yes, and you also know one, and I, so we're gonna I have know a one. Yeah, South yes, American countries battle. mnemonic battle. Okay, I don't know how. Cle- I mean, obviously, I didn't write my own, so yours. That's okay. You're gonna get the clever points, but uh, how do we do this? You, like, do we quiz each other? Um, 
on just, naming the country. Oh, I like that. Using it, our respective mnemonics. Can we do it? Maybe. Do, does yours include the capitals? Because mine's no. all about capitals and countries. Oh, no. Mine doesn't have the capitals, just the countries. But it has them in a in order in a spiral. So all right, it helps so, you remember where they are on the continent. How about then you, Zach, name the country and start has to name the capital. Okay. I like that. Um, okay. Peru. So, Lima, Peru. Okay. Does yours start with Peru? Mine starts with Peru. No, my Peru explain is somewhere in the us, middle of mine. Explain to us your system, Zach. Well, I think Brett <laughs> should say his mnemonic to the oh, best okay. of his ability, and then I'll say mine, and then I, I, that's okay. how I want to do it. Or I'll go first if you like, Brett. Uh, well, I'm happy to explain mine. Mine set it off at some point in uh, like a social studies class and maybe mm-hmm. middle school. We all had to watch. Or I don't know if there's a video, but there was a song that we all had to listen to. And it was just very simply the capitals and the countries. And somehow it, it's just this unforgettable song. It's very simple, but for the, it's it was the perfect mnemonic device for the whole wow. class. Okay. And, and the rhythm of it was, it was like Bogota, Colombia, Bogota, Colombia, Lima, Peru, mm. Lima, Peru. Mm. What? Caracas, Venezuela. I just still remember how that goes. And I found it wow. on YouTube even. Like it is a real thing. Wow. I'm wondering if anyone else had that song. Mm-hmm. This is it. Caracas, Love the beat. Venezuela. Caracas, Venezuela. Caracas, Venezuela. She, she's not even singing. <laughs> this is a brute force Caracas, mnemonic. Venezuela. It's brute force. Bogota, she hammers it in. Yeah. Bogota, Colombia. Bogota, Colombia. I mean, after all these years, I still remember this thing. Caracas, Venezuela. Oh. Bogota, Bogota Colombia. Quito, Ecuador. Quito, Ecuador. <laughs> anyway, it just goes through the whole thing like that. And you, how wow. many times did you have to listen to that? I think we all had to kind of sing it back or something at one point. Oh, like in oh class. My God. Okay. How yeah. long is that whole song? But it goes, it goes to show you what a strong mnemonic device that kind of thing is. You just listen yeah. to a song, and if it has a certain rhythm, you just remember it. It's crazy. That's how I wow. do the chart themes. Yeah. Wow. That beat sounded like a Howard beat. <laughs> yeah, it did. <laughs> it did, yeah. A little 808. Wow. Okay, so so uh, what's your way of doing it? I mean, it's a whole thing. I'll go through really quick. It's okay. a rap about, um, it's like a vegan-themed rap. So it goes like this. Perverts eat cow. Psh, vegans gulp soy. Uh, furrowed. What? Brow. Ugh. Annoying. Rest, rest. Chomp bovies. Like bovines. <laughs> Chomp bovies. Police. Okay, so... Each okay. of those words in that rap starts with the same letter as a different country in South America, and it's going in a clockwise spiral starting at Peru. So it goes, perverts eat cow. That's Peru, Ecuador, Colombia. If you follow along with this on right. a map, you can see it play out. <clears throat> Vegans gulp soy, Venezuela, Guiana, Suriname, furrowed, brow, French Guiana, um, Brazil. Ugh, annoying. Those are Uruguay and Argentina. And then chomp bovies. Bovines, cows. Chomp is Chile. Bovies are Bolivia. And then it ends with Paliz, and that's Paraguay. Whoa. Amazing. And so then what what is just give us the uh the wacky sentence again? Perverts eat cow, vegans gulp soy, furrowed, brow, ug, annoying. 
rest, rest. Chomp bovies, please. <laughs> What's the rest, rest? That's just to let the um, rhythm play out naturally. Oh, okay. <laughs> rest, rest. It's you can just be quiet there, but it's funnier to say rest, rest. <laughs> rest, rest. I like that. That's good. I, I learned in some other class too. Yeah, like the mnemonic devices, tying each word, each li- a list item sure. to a mental image of like a room or, or oh, yeah, something the you already palace. know. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's amazing how, how that stuff works. Really Last thing work. on this topic, we had to, we had a contest in one of my classes to write a mnemonic that could help you remember like kingdom, phylum, class, order, genus, species, the tac- taxonomical hierarchy or whatever. Yeah. And the kid who won in our class was, um, his mnemonic was kids play crazy on family game shows and it won, mm. but the word family is one of the words in the taxonomical hierarchy. And I was oh. really pissed off and have carried it with well, me to the shade. That he won. That's a cheat. Yeah. You can't okay. define a word by the same word. No. You might yeah, as well just memorize it. Right. Yeah. All right. Shall okay. we, uh, let's tie up the hot picks. <laughs> the number one, this is Howard with Lil Dicky, Mr. McAdams. You don't even care about me. Tell me why I care about you. This ain't the movies, but I think that you're the one Rachel, let me be your Mr. McAdams Rachel, they gon' call me Mr. McAdams I take your name, girl, facts It's insanely far-fetched I ain't playing why you think I've been rapping To be Mr. McAdams, say yes. Don't lie to me, don't lie to me, don't lie You think I'm fucking sick You think I lost my shit You think I'm weird AF But that endearing freckle up on your chin is too much I got a freckle on my face too I know you've dated Taylor Kitsch And I know you've seen Ryan Gosling's dick Oh girl, I don't know it all girl. I just wanna take you to a ball, have a ball, girl. This is kind of a he's kind of a Jack Harlow type little dicky. Uh I maybe in this song, but he's he's a lot more involved in it and intelligent than the mm. Harlow. Is mm-hmm. he? This is just a, this is kind of a novelty goof song. But it's it's fun. In a bed, notebook, even had a little bit of red. I don't know why I'm telling you about your hair. You would know best, you was there at your hair. Girl, like a fest that I suck dick, not suck dick like gave head. I'm just bad at doing this shit. Girl, just let me prove that I am. Heard you're five foot four, I bet you ain't even. A lot of words. Yes, he's great, great bars. It did seem different. Yeah, there he is. Yeah, he's he's got a lot going on. Mentally, comedically. Mm-hmm. Uh, there it is. Cosine. Give it up. And give it up for Zach Sherwood. You're going to go. Thanks for having him. me, you guys. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Check him out at Sketchfest at the Bravo Theater on Groundhog's Day, 224. Is it? 2224. 2224. How about that? I love that. Oh, okay. And um, Howard, I'm literally going to open the show by going, Happy Groundhog Day, everybody. Thank you for that. You don't think you would have known otherwise? No, absolutely not. That's not on my radar. But you would have known today's February 2nd, no? That I would have known, but I wouldn't know that it's Groundhog Day. Oh, you didn't know that that's February 2nd? It's always February 2nd or it's like the first Sunday in February or whatever? No, it's every, It's always the 2nd. Interesting. <laughs> I didn't no, know that didn't either. Know that. Yeah. You would think it's Thanksgiving. That's I'm always, always caught fat, flat-footed by it, you know? <laughs> 
footed. <laughs> I haven't put up any of my decorations. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it should be something I memorized by now. <laughs> I need a mnemonic device. For I was going to say, um, I was going to tweet groundhog was the day that they gave me because <laughs> it's, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. you get stuck with it. It's the one day that they actually gave you. <laughs> I, what, what, what does that mean? <laughs> Groundhog was the day that they gave me, like murder was the like case. Like murder was the gave, case, yeah. but what, who gave you Groundhog Day? I don't know who gave it to you, but it's like, you really, it's different than getting any other day because you have to keep living it over and over as opposed to like April uh, 5th was the day. Oh, movie Groundhog Day. I see. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Groundhog okay. was the day they gave me, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess the movie's different than the whole woodchuck winter thing, but... <laughs> Speaking uh, of the speaking of the movie, you know Stephen Tobolowski in in that movie. No, oh, he's like a actor. Ed Ryerson. Ed Ryerson. Oh, yeah, he died, right? No, oh. I don't think so. No, but it's just a cra- crazy, crazy quick story about him. He is the original Radiohead that the band is named after. Stephen Tobolowski. How the, so? The bald actor with the glasses, everything, because apparently he claims. He claims to have some sort of ESP powers where he can like read people's vibes and backstory just by meeting them. Hmm. And he Is calls that himself. Radiohead, that's what Radiohead means? That's what Radiohead by uh, Talking Heads. They have a song called Radiohead and it's about Stephen Tobolowski. And then Radiohead, the band, named themselves after that song. Oh my God. That's insane. Insane. Wow. That's like that's like the Alanis Morissette finding out it's the guy from Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's like a movie of Mean Girls with a musical based on it and then a movie based on that. Yeah, it's right. a little confusing. So that guy <laughs> called himself Radiohead because he could predict things? I guess so. Like his brain was uh, attuned to people's... Wavelengths in some way. He's the watch the first step. It's a doozy guy. Yes, exactly. Selling insurance. And he's been in a bunch of stuff. But yeah. Mm -hmm. Wild. I wonder if he's been in the earwolf too. I met him. Wow. Did he know things about you? He didn't. I wish I knew that about him at the Mm -hmm. time. I would have I would have quizzed him. One time I did a college show and the back wall was just a gigantic totally glass like you could see right through to outside and I opened and then a mentalist went on and he had like gauze around his head and like duct tape over that and like coins taped to his eyes all this stuff to make sure he couldn't see and then he like told people what was in their wallets and it was incredible except that while he was performing these like four like college girls saw what was that there was a show happening and they like came up and were like waving behind the glass yeah, that yeah, everybody yeah. could see behind the guy and um he had no idea what was going on <laughs> was that in austin at esther's follies <laughs> no it was at um the university of arizona flagstaff in their student center <laughs> oh jeez i was like oh i guess mentalism isn't real But if he'd been like, hey, stop waving, I would have lost my Ah, that would have been a good get. A good uh, That would have been a good That would have been good. Um, So thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, Matt Knudsen's new book, and you can read about how great Howard is in it. And um, come see the Crossword Show at Sketchfest, Friday, September 2nd, uh, February 2nd, Groundhog Day. Absolutely. And Stard, what are you going to be in up there? Oh, yeah. So on. On February 3rd, I'm going to be on Off Book, the improvised musical. 
where I'm going to be in the band making up songs with Zach and Jess in, in the gang. And uh, mm-hmm. on the 4th, I'm going to be in the Neighborhood Listen live and Every Place I Cry, which is another improvised band. That's our emo band uh, where we make up emo songs on the spot. That sounds like a band from, uh, whatchamacallit, Todd Smashes the World. What is that thing? <clears throat> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you know, it's a big movie with Michael Sarah. Oh, yeah, I know. Scott Pilgrim? Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. But they have those they have those those band titles that sound like a sentence. You know what oh, I mean? Oh yeah. Well, I it's mean, emo. you know, it's a play yeah. on that all those emo bands. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's very funny. We just played a song in Hermosa uh, in a song. We played a show in Hermosa Beach last week. Uh that was fun. And so come out. Yeah. But more importantly, go watch Destroy All Neighbors on Shudder. It's the movie that I scored. Mm. So my music is all over it. I scored it with Ryan Katner of Man Man. And uh, we're very proud of it. And it's gotten surprisingly good reviews. Like it's doing great on Rotten Tomatoes. So Unsurprisingly good reviews. (laughs) Well, I had no frame of reference. You know what I mean? Like after watching it 800 times, dry and mm-hmm. like putting my music over it. it's like is this good or not i have no idea let's <laughs> like i thought it was good but it's cool seeing people respond to it so go watch it uh go see it in theaters it's and- got a kind of green jello vibe to it mm-hmm. speaking of that band like it's 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 got that it's kind of harkens back to those movies like goop and practical effects and mm. splatter and you Puppets. know punk punk rock kind of stuff Absolutely. Go check out that and check out all the other programs. Drop Day Duel. We had a great one last week. Uh, Little Dicky versus Green Day. That new Green nice. Day. Oh, boy. <laughs> Speaking of green jello and sticky things. Anyway, uh, check that out and all the other programs. And we will see you right here next week on Who, Who Charted. Charted. Yeah. Bow, 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 bow.